Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Calaroga Shark Media. Hello, I'm Johnny Mack with your daily comedy news. I just got out of the car where I was listening to podcasts. I checked out David Cross's Senses Working Overtime with guest Bob Odenkirk, and I was terribly disappointed. I like David Cross a lot. Uh, So far, not the best podcast host you've ever heard. I am a professional podcaster with 30 years of broadcast experience, so I'll share some actual notes. One of the notes I would say as a program director is the show's turned inward, and I'll compare it to something else in a second. But he started talking to Odenkirk and they're riffing with each other and making each other crack up but they're in their own room they're not including the audience you feel a little left out they're also using verbal shortcuts where they know what they're talking about and you might not now what's interesting to me is Cross suggests that other people have sat in the chair before so this is not the first recording which makes me think they said oh let's lead with the Bob Odenkirk episode that's worrisome as well the other thing is Cross's show doesn't sound good I don't know if they recorded in a big empty room. Cross's mic doesn't sound right. I I add processing on this show to give my voice a little heft. If you meet me in real life, I'm a little less bassy than what you're hearing now. Uh, There are things you can do, guys. I will give it another shot. But uh, after one episode, David Cross, love you. But this one, I don't know. Uh, You could use some consultants. My contact is in the show notes. I'm sure I'm not making any friends here. Then I listen to Trevor Noah's podcast. Did Trevor take my note? On the new episode, he's got Sam Altman. That's the chat GPT guy. Fantastic interview. Now, I had previously mentioned that Trevor was starting the show with 10 minutes of talking to random people that I didn't know who they were. And Trevor probably even told me during the podcast who they were. And I was like, I don't know who you are and I don't care. Skip, 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 skip. On this one, Trevor took the note, got right to it, right to Sam Altman. Very interesting listening about artificial intelligence, a subject that I'm very interested in. I'll take a point off. Uh, In the entire interview, there is some low rumble. That is something that happens. For example, I record here in the basement. My boiler often runs. There's easy ways to get rid of things. There's things called a noise gate where you can get rid of any noise below a certain decibel. You can run things through a processor that will get rid of rumble. I do both of those on this program. Now, I would say I don't know who's running things over there, but I see who's credited with the production of this show. And uh, you should know better. I'll leave that there. I'm not making any friends today. Uh, Trevor's show. Yeah, definitely listen to that. Uh, David Cross. Hopefully it gets better. Collider had a good premise during the week. They wrote Netflix stand up specials aren't special anymore. I agree with this. Everybody's putting out comedy, especially at these YouTube things. And everyone's using the word special. And I think we need to get back to calling things hours or half hours. Chris Rock goes live on Netflix, and he's going to talk about the Oscars. Yeah, that's a special. You went down to the Chuckle Hut and set up two cameras, and your friend threw it in Final Cut Pro, and the audience isn't mixed right. I don't know if that's a special. We need to back down with that. Collider writes, if everyone wins a trophy, is anyone truly a winner? There used to be a time when landing a Netflix comedy special was a big deal. In the mid-2010s, only great comedians like Bo Burnham, John Mulaney, Dimitri Martin, and Chris Tucker were given a spotlight on Netflix. 
Now, it's as if no one is curating the specials that are produced for Netflix. Half the time, these big-ticket comedy events just appear on the streaming service with little to no fanfare in the form of advertising. I pointed that out all week with Stavros Halkius. Just, there was no press about it for three days. Collider writes, unless it's a generation-defining comic like Norm MacDonald, Ali Wong, Jerry Seinfeld, or Dave Chappelle, Netflix couldn't seem less interested in pushing new specials. Should I bonk down in Ali Wong, generation-defining? Same note on Norm MacDonald. I mean, Norm's great and all, but I don't know if he's generation-defining. Should I bog down on that? Not today. How could you be interested when you're busy releasing these every five minutes for every comedian on the planet? It's as if they've run out of comedians and are granting this platform to anyone because, unfortunately for every living thing on this planet, Matt Reif's first Netflix special is getting extra special treatment from the folks behind the world's biggest streamer. Collider adds, had anyone at Netflix actually been curating their services content, maybe Natural Selection would have done its job and killed this special piece of garbage before any of us had to endure it. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Somehow, they have debuted a comedy special that manages to pull off the exact opposite intended feeling. Rife has unlocked the ability to tell hardly any jokes in his comedy special in favor of spewing ape-brained TikTok vernacular and waxing philosophical about why people shouldn't take internet trolls seriously while also throwing a fit over his Twitter replies. Is this what Netflix actually deems special? I love this article. This is fantastic. They then recap Rifegate. I won't do that today. If you listen to me every day, you've heard it. Netflix, if you're listening, please take a step back and find us the next great voice. You have the money, the resources, the reach, everything you possibly need to find the next great comedian. Slow down the conveyor belt of stand-up releases and give the best comic possible a special that feels truly special again. The thing is, the guy running Netflix comedy knows what he's doing. He was a big wig up at uh, Montreal Comedy Festival when I used to do stuff with Just for Laughs all the time. I'm on Robbie Praw's LinkedIn right now. We're actually connected. His title, Vice President Stand-Up and Comedy Formats at Netflix. Seven years at Netflix. And before that, 12 years, two months at Just for Laughs as VP of Programming. So it's not like he doesn't know comedy, man. Who knows? Probably comes down to the algorithm. But I agree. There are too many things being called specials. We're just throwing stuff up there. But isn't that what Netflix does? I mean, Netflix has a lot of content. I'm not sure how much of it is awesome. I am not making friends today. Jesse David Fox, he has that new book about comedy. RogerEbert.com interviewed him. They were curious, what's it like for Jesse when he's in an audience and not connecting with a comedian, but all around you, people are in hysterics? Good answer here from Jesse. If the comedy doesn't connect with me for whatever reason, I don't find it actively sinister or bad. I'm able to join in with the audience if the size and the energy are correct. Mostly, I'm happy to be around people laughing. I think, okay, cool, this is great. The audience is doing a good job supporting whatever this is. You could appreciate it like you would any art form. Like when you walk around a museum, you see different things. You go like, I like this a lot. I'll spend time with it. Or I don't like this this much, but I'll read what the deal is and contextualize it. Good follow-up here. You quote Mark Marin, who said that laughter is the only thing standing between us and fascism. I don't know. I once saw a so-called right-leaning comedian who told these absolutely horrible jokes about Hillary Clinton. The audience rocked with laughter. It was almost frightening. Jesse said it's complicated. The problem is that as much as the right can say that all comedy on the left is clapter and pandering, it's not exactly true. If you're going to see a comedian just because you agree with their political opinions, then they're not operating as comedians. They're operating as birthday party clowns who repeat the phrases people know from watching Fox News. Donald Trump is the best version of that. Send your letters to Jesse David Fox, care of uh, Vulture. <laughs> Have you been naughty or nice this year? You might fool Santa, but you can't fool your internet provider. They've seen your late night naughty searches this year. Hey, man, I'm only on OnlyFans because of Whitney Cummings' comedy special. I don't know what you think I'm doing, guys, but whatever. Your business is yours. That's why this holiday season you should gift yourself the gift of privacy 
with ExpressVPN. I've already used ExpressVPN twice today for real. Here it is right on the bottom bar on my MacBook, right between Logic Pro where I record the show to and the little widget where I get the stats for the podcast. There's my little red ExpressVPN. You know, private mode does not keep your activity private. Your internet provider, like AT&T or Verizon, can see all the websites you've clicked on. They've likely already sold this advertisers. You know who else can see everything? Whoever owns the Wi-Fi that you're using, like your boss or your school, even your parents. So use ExpressVPN. All your traffic gets rerouted through an encrypted server. All your browsing activity stays between you and you. One of the reasons I use it every day is I'm the writer on the Palace Intrigue podcast and I like to go to the British tabloids and sometimes those are geo-blocked and I'm like, I'm in London. Why can't I read your website? And they're like, oh, you're in London. Okay, no problem. ExpressVPN's app works on all my devices, whether I'm on the phone, the tablet, the laptop, whatever. I'm always protected. Super easy to use. All you do is click one button and it's protected. That is absolutely true. So take yourself off the naughty list with the number one rated VPN. Visit expressvpn.com slash DCN and get three extra months for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S VPN.com slash DCN expressvpn.com slash DCN. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, let me ask you, what would you do if you had like infinite time? I don't know about you. Every day I'm like, oh, wow, I could have gotten to this. I could have gotten to that. And it's important to figure out like, what are your priorities? I really prioritize my health and make sure I find time to run. I sign up for races. I got advice from a friend who said, you don't train for the race. You race for the training, which was great advice. In the last six months or so, I've really started to focus on my mental health. I've shared lightly on and off here. My mom's been sick for four years. Uh, she came off dialysis. The clock's always running on that. I'm going to get a bad phone call one day, and that can you know really stress you out. So I'd, I'd go out for these long runs just to clear my head. So figure out what's important to you, make it a priority, and therapy can help you figure out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know, Be the best version of yourself. It doesn't have to be that you've gone through a major trauma. Therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. You know, you got to say no to things sometimes. Uh, I've got awesome friends. I shared with some of my friends some of the struggles I was going through with, and everyone's like, yeah, cool, man. We got your back. Great friends. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DCN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DCN. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DCN today to get 10% off your first month. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the AARP, your home for comedy news, Jesus Trejo. He's a caregiver. This interview spoke to me a lot if you listen every day, you've caught me mention here and there. It's been a rough year for my mom. It's been a rough few years for my mom, but the back half of the year has been quite challenging. And they asked Jesus, what's the top three lessons he's learned from caregiving? He said, the bullet points are time, resting, and humor. You got to have a lot of patience. You've got to rest. You got to take the time to make sure you're resting to be ready for what the day brings. And you have to take everything with some humor. If you can master those three, I think everything else becomes easier. 
You have to have a good sense of humor because things tend not to go how you planned, and sometimes you just have to laugh. There's no other emotion that you can tap into other than just a laugh and a smile. The hard thing about caregiving is that you're juggling so many things. You're juggling life. You're juggling career. You're juggling caregiving. You're juggling the caregivers. I'll jump in specific to this podcast. Yeah, there have been a few weeks here where normally I record one day in advance, except for the weekend. I usually do the weekend on Thursday or Friday. Uh, But during the week, I'm usually just doing the next day. There were a few times where I was working two days out, three days out, just in case I was going to be unavailable to do the show, if you know what I mean. Uh, Luckily, it didn't come to that. I've recorded a few safety episodes. I've got some reruns ready to go in case I'm unavailable. So yeah, there's definitely juggling to it. I've written episodes in emergency rooms. So I'm really feeling this article. Jesus says, being a stand-up comedian, being a caregiver, they kind of go hand in hand. I'm also able to be a good caregiver because I do have that creative outlet and I'm able to be a good comedian because I have this part of my life that's very different than most of my peers. I learned a lot about myself as a person and an artist, and it's that the only constant thing in life is change. Aging is part of life. You can't escape it. Everyone's going to deal with it. Either you're going to need a caregiver or somebody to take care of you, or you're going to care for somebody. It's just how it goes. I will say that caregiving is a privilege. I know it's hard to see when you're in the midst of changing a diaper, being in a tough situation where you see your parents not feeling well. It's time spent with your parents, and as as tough as it is sometimes, you're going to look back and laugh at those moments. It's a privilege. Remember that. I'm actually going to wrap there. I had more, but I think that's such a poignant note. I'm going to call it a day. That's your common news for today. If you like the show, tell somebody about it. If you want to support the show, buymeacoffee.com slash news. See you tomorrow. On five daily trivia questions, each day we ask five questions on one subject. This week's topics are Chuck Norris, Apple, the women of comedy, Michael Caine, and St. Patrick's Day. Think you know the answers? Follow five daily trivia questions wherever you get your shows, and there's an entire back catalog you can surf to get your daily trivia fix. Five daily trivia questions in under five minutes. Five daily trivia questions. Each week on the new podcast, The Top 11, we pick a theme and give you the top 11. This week, it's the top 11 events of the Roman Empire. The Colosseum is a very impressive piece of architecture and engineering, but did it make the list? Find out which Roman Empire event is number one. Follow The Top 11 wherever you get your podcasts.